are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Challenge playing my favorite bumper beat of our show, November Rain. And it certainly has been a rainy November inside the Beltway for the administration. It's actually probably kind of turned a little bit to ice. And it's pretty cold there. Um, but that's how she goes, I suppose. Lyndon Johnson once said, if you want a friend in D.C., get a dog. Uh, however, I do have a friend from D.C. here, Alan Hager, joining us as well as John the Caddy Rathouse. How you guys doing? Uh, I got my Twitter feed up. Do you guys want to do some retweets of the week? And then let's do these... Uh, some of these funny hashtags, which are uh, hashtag Obamacare in three words, and then also hashtag Obamacare rock and roll hits. So what do you guys have on the wires, Alan? Do you have a favorite story you'd like to identify for the audience? Uh, no Thanksgiving for you. Te techies skip holiday to fix Obamacare site. Hashtag ACA. Hmm. The techies, they should have called in the nerd herd. Do you remember the show Chuck? That's one of my favorite shows. I think they should call in Chuck. I mean, you probably need a spy to make some of this happen. John, what do you got over there? Uh, these uh, Californians greeted canceled health plans with smiles. And this is kind of about uh, one angle on the story of people that are having their plans canceled and they're relieved because now they're able to upgrade to a plan that has these essential health benefits that they weren't covered for previously. I think that touches off an interesting debate that a lot of people have been talking about of uh, if essential health benefits oh, were necessary. Oh, thanks, thanks for bringing that up because I forgot that delay. Or no, not the delay. We have a SCOTUS showdown part due. Hot Shots part two, remember that? The Supreme Court, I guess they announced they are going to hear a lawsuit over the contraception mandate, which is a part of essential health benefits in the ACA. Now, I got no problem, personally, some people do, but I got no problem covering certain benefits so we all can have these things because I think it is important um, to have some of these preventive efforts. Uh, my two points would be, one, somebody's going to have to pay for it, and two, my biggest beef is that the way that the law was written, they gave a lot of authority, actually, to HHS to change, to essentially define and then be able to change these essential benefits. And so this lawsuit is probably a harbinger of more to come, unfortunately. And at what point does... What point do people just tune out of this thing because there's so much distraction? Well, didn't we say that the Health and Human Services was the most powerful agency in all the federal government? By a dollars and cents standpoint, yes, that is correct. I've got one here for you. Almost 80 million with employer health care plans could have coverage canceled. Obama lies unravel. So let's talk about why, why would that be? Would that be because uh, employers are getting rate shock and have to drop their plan? Or what, what do you think the reasoning behind that is? Well, I think uh, part of that has to do with next year when the employer mandate comes into effect and the sticker shock of having to uh, provide these essential benefits uh, and these Cadillac plans go away, uh, sticker shock is about to come about. And these companies... Are, are going to be looking at how to reduce their benefits. I mean, the, the fact of the matter, though, is that the these, I mean, the, the, 
Obama kind of glossed over the fact that people were going to be getting their plans canceled and businesses were going to maybe have to drop their plans. And the reason why is because everybody was supposed to go on to the exchange, right? And we're starting to see that that's having some serious rebuff, especially with this uh, issue of the younger people and signing up or not. I think that's something we should monitor as the... Could we potentially just have millions of Americans completely lost, not what, not knowing what to do? Oh, absolutely. And I would... I would also say that uh, you know your younger generation is starting to hear and hear about these security flaws within healthcare.gov you know tech experts uh, are telling the federal government shut this thing down because it's full of holes it's full of security flaws and uh, as a matter of fact I think it was Henry Chow who also said he thought that the site had already been compromised so people's information had already been stolen off of it I ran across on a blog, the Health Wonk Review, which, by the way, we've been featured in a couple times, healthwonkreview.org. There was an interesting post, and they took a screenshot, a picture of their computer, of somebody they were, te- they were uh, chatting with, uh, supposedly a representative at healthcare.gov, and they said, I'm trying to sign up, and they, the person asked him a couple of things, a couple questions. The last question was, uh, did you sign in about an hour ago and provide this information? And they said, yes. And then the next thing it said was, this user does not exist. So presumably it was somebody that hacked in and, and stole that person's information potentially? It's Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Obama even said, oh, a week or so ago, I would not have launched healthcare.gov if I had known it was not going to work. But he did, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, but, you know, he said he wasn't even uh, brought up to speed on the problems. Well, come to find out. He was briefed in the spring about not only the problems with capacity and uh, the connectivity, but he was also briefed on about uh, just the problems in general with security. Big problem, big problem. Medicare fraud, Medicaid fraud, big problems in our country. Uh, $50 billion in Medicare fraud alone, and we even have businesses and employers here in Omaha that look into that type of stuff because it is a big problem. and foreign governments and other things are you know bad bad guys are are, are really taking advantage of of the mm-hmm. system and our um taxpayer dollars i've got one for you a um what is it oh it's a uh, obamacare christmas movies on twitter that's pretty funny and uh the one that i see is need a miracle on k street i thought that was pretty clever k street of course is the street in washington dc where all of the lobbyists are usually housed um, all of their business cards say K Street, and then they have Esquire behind it because the only place that people actually have to have Esquire behind their name is in Washington, D.C. But um, that is a little tidbit for you, John. Those, those lobbyists are probably digging over L, M, and N Street as well, probably. Huh? Oh, certainly is a, gra- uh, a fast-growing uh, industry, um, having to hire <laughs> former people that work there. By the way, if you really want to learn how to navigate Washington, you have a uh, insider right here in Omaha that you can call. Uh, that would be me. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was going to be my next tweet uh, from Sean McGuire two days ago. Don't be a turkey. Grab your copy of Edie Bellis Healthcare Consultants exclusive Thanksgiving newsletter edition. I saw you can link that up through the Twitter. You could probably go to healthreformexplained.com to find out more about that newsletter. Very informative. I read it on Thanksgiving right before I had turkey. Did you? Oh, yeah. I uh, took it up to uh, our Thanksgiving, and everybody read it up there as well. I kind of frame it as, if you really want to know what's going on in 1,500 words or less, 
subscribe to our exclusive newsletter. What's up? Exactly. I mean, I read it. I showed it to my wife and uh, uh, my friends across the, the dinner table, and they all were very impressed. And they did. There was a lot of quality information in that newsletter that uh, you're not going to find anywhere else. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> you got another one? John? I got one more. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm, I'm browsing through mine. I'm seeing a lot of basketball here, so you <laughs> know that the season started. But uh, what makes U.S. healthcare so overpriced? It's not what you'd think. And this is from Medlio, which is actually a good one that I've uh, found on Twitter in the last couple weeks. Uh, but they're talking about why medical care in the United States is, is expensive. And uh, it's not so much old people, I guess they say in the article, running up charges. It's more this uh, spending money on chronic, chronic conditions. And, and that, that's certainly something that we can tr- uh, that's something that we can help to alleviate. That's something that uh, people can solve on an individual and community uh, level, probably. Well, and that's what we talked about uh, with Scott Stevens from uh, uh, Nebraska Health Alliance uh, about that specific thing with the ACA. It does not do a whole lot for treating chronic and wellness or even reversing those because a lot of those chronic illnesses can be reversed. My dad, for example, has high blood pressure and high cholesterol. I watch what I eat. I watch what I uh, do. And I don't have either one of them. So, uh, you know, again, it's all about uh, taking care of the problem before it actually exists. How high do you think Coach Pelini's blood pressure is during the games? <laughs> it's pretty, pretty high, obviously. Last week, let's. Uh, here's one for you. Oh, Obamacare rock and roll hits. Uh, doctor, doctor, give me the news. I've got a bad case of the copay blues. <laughs> That's pretty clever. Well, and here's one last one for me: is Howard Dean admits Obamacare includes death panels. Wants them repealed. Who said that? Our favorite uh, former governor, Howard Dean from Vermont. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to use use that clip at some point in the show. What is the song that you associate with this law? Give me your Obamacare rock and roll hit. You don't have I've one? I've got the bad case of Obama blues. Some smooth criminal somebody wrote here. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Dude looks like a lady thanks to your tax dollars. <laughs> um, don't hand me no lines. Keep your plans to yourself. Bad company. Wow. That's just a band. Once, twice, three times a liar. Government wrecking ball. Less than a feeling. <laughs> Jeez, man, people are all over this thing. <laughs> Kicking the teeth. But don't worry, you can get your pediatric dental coverage now. Parasite City. Parasite City. Do you have one, John? Mine's taking care of business. TCB? Hashtag TCB? Yeah. Nice. Mine is in too deep because I believe both sides are in too deep on health care reform and you can read my thoughts on uh health reform explained look for the title in too deep the sum 41 song because uh it is a good read what you got you're laughing over there every breath you take will be billing you <laughs> god one take one burb one bourbon one scotch and one beer and call me in the morning <laughs> grandma got run over by obamacare we broke the law and we won Man, I don't know. I had November rain, smoke on the server. That's not bad. Smoke on the water, smoke on the server. Smoke on the server. Man, this thing, Miss, Mrs. Slippin' Queen. Uh, 
we built this uh, dot, dot, dot. I can't use the word, but it's the same expletive that we used in the press conference. And we'll be right back with more on Twitter. More headlines and your calls at 402-342-1290. We'll be right back. 